the business is another week in the books the on deck tv podcast back at you what up though man i cannot call it man it's your boy animal brown follow me on all social media animal underscore brown i am spike lou for your entertaining pleasures follow me wherever you may like uh what you got cracking man man i cannot call it man we had a hell of a weekend Mm-hmm. Don't try to gloss over these Packers getting dog walked. I don't have no idea. Let's what walk into to. that. I don't know what you're referring yeah, to. Yeah, you know. You uh, ain't got amnesia, nigga. Cowboy Nation, Dak for MVP. Uh, <laughs> we, let's look. Dak for MVP. Uh, we're going Zeke for a rookie of the year. Cowboy Nation, let's go. Not real tight. Aaron Rodgers had the worst game in his life. <laughs> that was the worst game. That was, it the worst, have been. that was the worst I've ever seen Aaron yeah. Rodgers play. Especially at home. Man, listen, speaking of sports, though, man, we got the full sport press podcast for you. Jay Hove, Coach Locke, How Weezy on the Boys, giving you the latest in sports news every week. Absolutely, man. They're uh, doing two interviews this week, man. The AAG and Team B Right. Y'all check that out, man. Of course, they're going to also go through all the sports topics of the week. Oh, of course. Uh, also, Ladies Room, uh, shout out Rizzo, shout out Anne-Marie. Uh, they coming to you with a monthly podcast. They got a new joint up. It's called That Time of the Month. Mm. I'm right on. I'm afraid to even hit, click play on that. I ain't even going to lie. Like, I don't, I'm, 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 I'm scared, Rizzo. I'm sorry. about that. I'm scared. Um, also, man, check out Fresh for Dummies, another monthly podcast with me and the homie Jay Hall. Man, we're doing a fresh re- rewind, taking it back from 2010 uh, to 2016 with the fashions. Nice, nice. Y'all check that out. Absolutely, man. Of course, uh, On Deck TV Podcast, IG, Twitter. Go to Rap Chat. That's the group in Facebook. Uh, and follow us on, what's the recording joint? Anchor. Anchor, yeah. Yeah, man, you can do the voice comments and shit. It's super dope. Hop down on Anchor, man, and participate in that rap chat. Like the pictures on the On Deck TV podcast on IG and interact with us on tour. Big boy episode, man. Two albums came out this weekend. We were told we haven't done an album review episode in a long time, and that is a fact. So we're going to do an album review episode. Absolutely, man. The Games 1992 album and Gucci Mane's Woptober. Burr. We're going to go through those, break down the highlights, the lowlights, where they fit in the catalog, all that good shit. Normally, we go and ask, what did we get into this weekend? But we were both at the same place. Let's get straight to it. That's a fact. So what stood out to you over, well, not even over the weekend. What stood out, period, before we get into the weekend? Or we get into the weekend first? We get into the weekend, goddammit. What stood out? I was in Miami. Yeah, man. Revolt. It's year three. Yeah. It's our third year there, too. Time to step it up. Had to step it up just a little bit. Uh, saw a lot of people. I think this year was more active than last year. It was. It was at a different location at the Eden Rock Hotel as opposed to the Fountain Blue. So yeah. it was like a little more open, you know, a little more access. So we got to move around a little bit. Who we see out there, man? Uh, mm. Got to interact, man, with the Breakfast Club, minus yeah. Charlemagne. I don't know what Charlemagne. Charlemagne went down. Though. Nah, he, he wasn't. He had to phone in on that little interview. So, yeah, nah, he mm-hmm. wasn't. Uh, he making moves. He said he was shooting movies on that blast, brilliant idiots. We did get to see Angelique with her glowing self. God. Shout out Angela Yee, man. man. Shout out her taking a pic with me and retweeting it for me. Every time we see you, we see them here, yo. No, I need to see her every day. New faces. Young Nora was out there. (laughs) Drink champs were definitely in the building. Yeah. Shout out to DJ FN, man. He chopped it up with us. EFN, but it's all good. EFN, whatever. It's (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but yeah, he chopped it up with us for a good little minute, though. They was in a drink champs mode, him and Nori. Absolutely. Already on Friday night, so uh, that was pretty cool. Tax was there. Tax was there, head on a swivel. He had his yeah. head on a swivel looking for anything. He was definitely on alert. Yeah. He was in high alert. And he was dolo, though. He was so, yeah. He wasn't nobody with Tex. Nah. Well, it was one dude, I think, that was with him because he talked to him the entire time inside and outside. Oh, okay. But Pause. for the most part, he was... <laughs> <laughs> He was there with his head on a swivel, looked a little paranoid. Yeah. Not sure why. Be yeah. safe, though. Be safe, though, beloved. Uh, Shout out to Tex. He was cool, though. A lot of rappers, too, man. Jada. Yeah, Kiss was cool. Jada Kiss, was moving, Kiss though. Kiss couldn't move through there. Everybody stopping Kiss, though. He was getting busy, though. He, he may have snapped a pick with one or two. Man, he was gone. <clears throat> but for the most part, he was out. He was going to keep it moving on you if he had that big Shout shirt that big on. shirt out, though. Give me the loop. Give me the loop. Yeah, he stopped and, you know he what I'm saying? with the big shirt. Uh, Dave East, shout out Dave East. He performed. Dave East looked like he hooped. Yeah, that nigga about 6'6". Six, six. Yeah, that nigga tall, like, <laughs> he Lincoln, like a, mother, Kevin Garnett looking motherfucker, <laughs> man. That nigga was like the two guard nigga for the Bucks. He shook his performance, though. He had a real good performance out there on the beach. He done his thing. Absolutely, man. I got a chance to holler at the man, told him I was fucking with that, uh, 
that Black Rose, man. I told him, I said, bro, I ride to that Black Rose to this day. You know what I'm saying? He said, man, I appreciate that, my nigga. Da 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 da. Seemed like a real humble dude. Yeah, he was cool. He wasn't Hollywood at all. Um, Jeezy, on the other hand, was Hollywood. Let's be honest. Jeezy ain't got no words for you <laughs> if you don't have breast and yeah. a vagina. Yeah, that's true. You ain't got to Jeezy ain't ass, trying man. to talk to. I ain't mad at him for that though. I'm not. Jeezy ain't trying to rap with no niggas though. <laughs> I, like it ain't a nigga on earth Jeezy trying to talk to that he don't know. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's so, an absolute fact. But we was able to move around, get backstage where they was at uh Dreezy was there, man. We ain't get the name Dreezy. Dreezy was killing Miami, man, with the one piece on. Shit, man. Jesus Christ. I'm liking what Dreezy's doing on and in and out of the booth. Off the court. <laughs> on man, and Dreezy off, the, off court. the court. Um oh, what's your girl name? Who? Kilani? That's uh-huh. um. She was up there looking like a crackhead. Yeah, man. I ain't like. I wasn't feeling that look, man. I ain't gonna lie. It's she didn't do nothing. Dog, for I just me. got to put that all the way out there. She looked like she was she down. Had a, she had a finger wave and everything. Yeah, she had like I seen uh, outside of seeing her. I seen the picture. She had like some baggy ass jeans yeah, on. And she, like, she was trash. Yeah, I wasn't feeling yeah. that, man. That's Kyrie X and Party X and. Oh, it's his X now. I guess I don't uh, know. I, I thought don't the know. Come see me joint was about him. Possibly. Huh. All I know is she had a bodyguard with her, nigga, that was ready, willing, and able, nigga. She needed. Run up on, hey, he was dying for somebody to try something. He was there for that. He was there for that. He couldn't wait. You hear me? Hey, listen, though. Are you going to tell him about the swag scarves? Ooh. (laughs) Somebody hit us with a mean proposition Ah. for the swag scarf. We're going to have to put the picture up again and tell the dude, man, like, I can't even really explain the swag scarf to y'all, but y'all got to see the swag scarf. It's like a scarf and a towel. Right. It's a towel on the inside and a scarf on the outside. Right. So and you can wipe. It's like, look, player, you can be out there, man, no matter what the weather is. You sweating. You can hit that one time with the swag scarf. You won't notice a thing. Look, though. We seen you. the nigga in the distance, and I said, man, what the fuck is this nigga doing on with this scarf? You true. I ain't going to lie. I was hating. Yeah, because were. when he came up and he showed me the inside, had the towel material, you could get the wipe with it. And he had the shirt to match it. <laughs> he sauced it up on us. I said, oh, he came and killed it. <laughs> but one thing he did say, y'all niggas look important on a motherfucker. Y'all need the customized swag scarf, dude. So shout out to him, man. We had a name of that for y'all, like, officially in about a week or so. Oh, uh, shit. Jim Jones was there. He didn't hear you. Yeah, like, Jim Jones working the bar. <laughs> yeah, he working crowd control at this point, dude. Just like Jim Jones yeah. right there with us. Every year, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. <laughs> Chilling. Every weekend. Taking pictures with people. Dude. I'm talking about like taking pictures with Jada Kiss and stuff though. That's like not even, <laughs> not even this, Jimmy. Jimmy hit this. Niggas was walking past Jimmy so hard. Niggas was trying to get to it's two people niggas was trying to get to. Jada, Jada Kiss and Envy. Envy couldn't move without somebody hollering yeah, at him. That's a fact. Like I was like Nori too though. Nori people was people trying to get at Nori. That's yeah. very true. And they was talking to him. Yeah, and he like, was Nori. Like niggas was trying to have full fledged conversations with Nori. Like Damn. everywhere, he had turned his head three, four times like in a second. <laughs> I don't even want that life. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, I'm good. I'm super good on that. That was so uh, seen Cardi B too, man. She performed, mm. I believe. She was thick. She was most definitely thick. She was a beelining straight to the stage, though, wasn't fucking with nobody. She, she had like she a was hungry. She had like, oh, she was? That's what she said. She put on her Instagram. She was hungry. That's why she was on a move like that. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> uh, Puff ended up getting his own day in Miami. Uh, Khaled got the key to the city. That makes sense. Puff having his own day in Miami. Gucci Man had the listening party at Finger Licking. Shout yep. out to Finger Licking. We hit that twice. Man, back to back. Had to double up at the Finger Licking. Had to do the Drake joint. Shit, but uh, uh, late night Saturday too, man. I'm not. We not skipping this Miami convo without G5. talking about G five. Jesus Christ, we not we not skipping this convo without talking about G five strip club people. G five was hard. G five was as advertised. Yeah, it is. Listen, quality. Have you ever been to King of Dimes? I haven't. Oh, okay. It have you? Like a fact. No, I have not. It was, was big as say, fuck it, on the outside. Though. King of Dimes is better than this. That's a bad one. And like I'm not even a strip club fan like that. Like I usually get tired of that shit after about 15 minutes. G five man had my head on the swivel. <laughs> the dancers was on point. It was like Sports Center. 
Nigga, the fucking. I like real. Nigga, the, the bartenders was on point. The bartenders was better than the dancers. The patrons was on point. I was like, Jesus, G5. The, the, actually, the dancers was third. They might have like been. The bartenders, the patrons, and then the dancers. That's what it was. And one dancer kept talking. Man, hey, hey, ladies. It's the only dance that I, I mean, this strippers. The only strip club I've ever been to. I didn't even get asked for a dance, and I was cool with that. Dude, this <laughs> one gal, and she was bad as hell. She kept asking me for it. I was like, ma'am. Ma'am was fun. Ma'am. Please, like, oh fuck, like, the nigga over there got like a Gucci shirt. I'm gonna talk to him, man. Like, I'm not gonna do that shit. And she was foreign, so I couldn't really understand what she was saying because oh, the fucking Kodak Black was blasting yeah. in the background. Nah, but shout out to the Vibing two. In this bitch. Shout out to the two girls on stage oh, on the man. on the left stage. Jesus Christ! It was two girls on stage dancing, yeah, uh, entertaining. Mm. Uh, they were clearly into each other. That's a fact. Uh, they called them twins. Those were twins. No, they oh, okay. weren't twins. The okay. DJ just called them that. Oh, okay, okay, okay. They look, they look like lovers and friends, because goddamn it. <laughs> one of them had their head so far up the other one's ass. And that's a fact. That's literal. Listen. Literally. Hey, man. They might have could have got my whole goddamn... Man, let me stop, man. I'm just spectating. I let ain't me, giving them nothing, but that, that was a good watch. I will tell you that. <laughs> Jeez. Shout out to G5, man. If you hit Miami... Shout out to Miami. Yeah, shout out to Miami, period. Weather was on point. It, it rained a little bit. We, yeah, after the club and them wings, man. We trying to get our wings. got drenched. It got rained on. I was Still hot about, about that. that. Uh, but nah, man. Miami, that's a ritual. I got to go every year, at least once a year. I'm going to be on the panel. We're going to be on the panel next year. Yeah, fuck that. We're talking into existence. We're going to be on the podcast panel next year. Check that panel out next year featuring us. Absolutely. Um, Otherwise, that big weekend and fun that we had, we're going to get to holler at. What stuck out to you otherwise in the news? Um... Weezy, man. Weezy's been popping up here and there lately, doing interviews. Speaking of Miami. Exactly. Uh, he had an interview with the New York Times, and he was asked to give his thoughts about the new crop of rappers like 21 Savage, Lil Uzi Vert, Kodak Black, Lil Yachty. His mm-hmm. answer. Yeah, right. And I quote, I swear to God, I didn't know you were naming people's names just now. <laughs> so that should probably answer that question. I just do my own thing. Now, my question is, do you believe... Weezy, when he said he's never heard these dudes. Let me ask you something. Yes. Let me ask, answer that with another question. Did you see his hair? Yes. It was blonde. Did not remind you of Lil Uzi Vert? All of them. The rest of them niggas. So Young you don't Doug. know who these niggas is, but your hair look just like theirs? Yeah, he true. They got that from you? <laughs> no, ain't nobody seen you in years, dude. <laughs> I, was, I didn't even know that was Wayne, really. Like, he yeah, even got smaller and everything. Nah, but, it's not uh, possible. It's not possible. <laughs> nah, I'm talking about not shorter. Oh, okay. Just smaller. But uh, with that being said, like, I feel like Wayne got that little sense of humor, like that dry sense of humor, like maybe he was dead serious compared to Aaron Rodgers. He he was trying to be dead serious, just like he was trying to be dead serious in the disposition when he's like, "They can't save you, right? You're not gonna do anything." <laughs> and what dude should have said, like, "What you gonna do? You can pay somebody, but what are you gonna do?" So just like with this, like he he knows Lil Uzi Vert, he knows Lil Yachty, he knows Twenty One Savage. Now it's another thing. I'm like, I don't really fuck with them. I don't listen to that man. I right. listen to me or whatever it may be. But you know who they are. You definitely know who they are. Let's be clear. First of all, his answer was fucking hilarious. That was very funny. <laughs> Number two, he has always said that he doesn't listen to other people's music. He's he's consistently said that over the years. That's not true. Now whether you whether you believe it or not. Yeah. Because in my case, I don't believe it. At all. What do you expect me to believe? That you ride around listening to I Am Not A Human Being 2 all day? He ain't listened to that since he made it. Like you, had, you He listens to the radio, bro. Like, when they travel and stuff, the radio's on. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, niggas, you wouldn't have no staff, dude. I mean, they would have quit by videos, now. videos, exactly. Like, you looking at videos and <laughs> shit like that. Like, you listen to other people's music, so... How you know who beats the jack and shit when you be exactly. doing the mixtape? Or the flow to use. Exactly. Or the, 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 like the little lines in there, like the lines and stuff that you take. So, yeah, of course. Like, you ain't heard ooh and all like, stop, and bro. Next song you hear him on the freestyle, he going, ooh. Right. <laughs> I call on, a heifer and stop, bro. You just guessed that? But uh, in, a, in, a, in a more serious man, I think that Wayne has, you can tell from every interview, the little clips, he's gotten older, and he said Birdman is no longer, he don't consider him family, ain't his Paul no more. Right. You know what I'm saying? He said his last name is not Carter. You know what I'm saying? It's Birdman, last name Williams, Wayne, last name Carter. Right. 
But he's saying that to say, I think that he's finally frustrated and tired and got to the point where most of the other people on Cash Money had gotten to in their careers. But they like, fuck it. So I don't know if that's going to mean a good next stage for him or that mean he need to base, gracefully bow out. But, yeah. I, I will say this. I got a chance to listen to his manager, Cortez Bryant, on Rap Radar. Yeah. It was a pretty solid interview. He gave a lot of insight in terms of uh, what, like, what's the actual problem when it comes to the bread between Baby and Wayne. And when he broke it down, I could certainly understand why Wayne is talking about he ain't family no more. No, man. Because. <laughs> Jack Ballin. If we're going to believe money. Cortez's side, which also with the court documents say, Baby, oh, that nigga a ton of money. And basically, what did he, how did it break down and why is it that Baby owes his money now? Well, it exceeds $56 million. And what they're saying is that Baby is used to having a superstar on the label. At one superstar at a time. Whether it was Juvenile, whether it was Wayne, right. whether it was the Hot Boys as a, collect, a collective, or whether it was the Big Timers. It was one big group. This is why he switched it up all the time on you. So when he got Drake... And you got Wayne and you got Nikki. That's three superstars. So that's more money coming in. For the advance. For the advances. For more money for a Drake song. More money for a Drake album. More right. money for a Nikki album. But with that being said, when Nikki get ready to double up and she ready to make her next album or her next song, she expecting a big check because she Nikki. Right. But Birdman done Jack bought all of that money because he ain't used to having it. Right. So when it's time for Nicky to re-up, Drake re-up, and Wayne to re-up. You really ain't got it. I ain't got it. Well, you yep. mean you ain't got it. I mean, I got it, but I ain't got it for you. <laughs> I just spent $80 million on that Birdman Stunt Island. Yeah. I got to keep the jet fueled. I'm all trying to push Jacquees. <laughs> so if a nigga tell you that you can't, he can't be family, if a nah. nigga be like, I'm trying to push Jacquees, yeah, it's, a wrap. it's over. Nah, he don't respect you. They <laughs> don't respect like him too. Listen. <laughs> and he looked like Wayne, though. That's making it even worse. No, but it, what, what it was, though, was that baby, like you said, it was used to one superstar at a time. So what mm-hmm. they would do, they could spend a little bit of the advance because they knew that they were going to make it back on the back end because Juvenile at the time don't was pop. a superstar. Exactly. So, okay, now multiply that times three. So now you got more that you can blow up front, and you because you know you're gonna get it on the back end. But what happens when you blow too much of the upfront money? Ain't no back end catching that up, right? So that's the situation. That's the predicament that they in now. I thought that was interesting that he broke that down. Y'all check that out. Facts. Also, what I thought was interesting, man, was Walker hopped on Snapchat and came to the defense of these young boys. Mm. Uh, let's see what Walker had to say. Motherfuckers be throwing shade to these young niggas too. You know what I'm saying? Y'all niggas stop fronting like y'all don't be hearing about these young niggas out here rapping, turning up. Stop hating on these young niggas, you old ass words. Was that, that was that Wayne, right? Or no? Or possibly, maybe? Mm. It sounds like it, but what Walker doing, though? Why you, like, what? coming to the defense of the young what? boys. Are you caping for these niggas, dog? Like, what <laughs> nah, I fuck with Walker and everything, but you need to sit down on this. I mean, like he, I, he did the same thing. Remember, he threw the shots at possibly game when he said people was doing dick pics, but then turned around <laughs> saying Black Lives Matter and rallying. The game was the game was fucking with his gal, though, wasn't it? Uh, no, he came back and said somebody's gal uh, after in okay. response to okay, that. Okay, I got you, I got you. I, I thought gang was fucking with his nah, gal. Nah, nah, nah. I mean, I don't. I mean, like. I don't necessarily think that Wayne was hating. And, like, niggas are cape up. Like, you can't cape up that quick and say, oh, you the old worm-ass nigga. Like, yeah, it, like, don't do that. Like, <laughs> justify where you coming from. Because I don't, I, like, I could see Walker falling in that same vein when he was coming up, right? Yep. People probably did that about him. him. Yeah, I'm dismissing him. So I get it, kind of. But you're talking about Wayne, though. Like, if it was Gucci or something that said then I could see it. Because y'all already got a little rift. I mean, it is but, 21, uh, Yachty, that's ATL. Maybe that's the mm-hmm. connection. I ain't know. Do Walker got songs with them? Like, with the young boys? Yeah. I don't know. I haven't listened to no Walker joint in a minute. No, no, no shade. I fucked no, with No, that last Walker, one was but. all right. The last thing he put out was okay. Rap, uh, not EDM, the rap shit. Okay, the okay. rap thing he put out. Uh, I don't know, man, but I thought, listen, if Wayne has never heard of these niggas, he's the lucky one. Trust me, he ain't missing a <laughs> goddamn God. thing. That's worse than him. You're you not worse missing than shit. Him. If you never heard a little Yachty, dude, you're in a better place in this world, dude. Oh, my God. That's a fact. Oh. I wish I hadn't heard of this shit. Just stop listening to it. God damn, it's unavoidable. You didn't see the nigga in the Sprite commercial with LeBron? No, I have not. You see what I'm saying? Now uh. I got to turn my TV off. <laughs> I got to turn my radio and my TV off to avoid this shit, dog. I ain't going to lie. I ain't seen him in the Sprite commercial. Man, I did. That shit crazy. All right. Um, okay, moving on. Your man, Troy Ave, is back in the news. 
All right, actually, this is lawyers this time, and they, they're stating that young dope boy Troy is out here, quote-unquote, barely making it. Uh, Troy has been out on bond since July 11th, but is unable to travel for shows due to restrictions, causing him to have missed around 50 dates so far. What? Troy Av had 50 dates? Troy Av, yep, and he charges between 6 and 10K uh, a show, and his lawyers are pleading for looser restriction. Now, he goes back to court November 4th. Okay, Put your management hat on. Mm-hmm. Let's presume that they that they do loosen up the reins and let him travel for shows. How would you get Troy Av to bounce back from this entire debacle that he's going through? Troy Av needs to do a a media overhaul. The reason that Troy Av is in this position to me because he he shitted on so many people coming <laughs> up like. I don't need nobody. I got to have this New York attitude, so fuck everybody else, and now nobody's really fucking with him. So to get him back, he got to find some type of way to rekindle that relationship with 50 and get on power or do some type of acting that he can do out of New York. Mm-hmm. Somewhere he doing something in New York, like a popular TV show or web series or podcast. That's funny. <laughs> uh, like, he got to do something to stay relevant these little, like, while he fighting his trial or until his lawyers can get done. So, like, he going to have to hit the interview circuit, explain his, try his best <laughs> to make people see his point of view, like, go on the podcast, like, even slick squash it with tax. Mm. That'll really be like motherfuckers would be talking about him at least for two weeks for that. True. If he get on tax, if tax no spring on him. Right. But like if they could make it happen, just put him on a little media circuit, try to get him a little guest appearance on something because he he ain't a nobody, right? Right. He right. he can get a, a little guest spot on a I don't I can't say no, I don't know what he could get a guest spot on, to be honest. Mm. Maybe power. Just because of the fifty relationship. Maybe if he ain't burnt that bridge. Mm. I, I say this I might have to have him Do love and hip hop though Oh man I might have to do That's that That's it then That's all with Maybe I have to do that though It's <laughs> I'm sorry That'll bro. make it even worse though You if know I, how hard They'll try to go on Love and hip hop But he ain't got no choice Really man Like to uh, me It's all Like His thing was He was the face of New York You the new sound Young Ma Young M.A. Then ran off with that uh, L Boogie with the hoodie right. He done ran off with that Schmurder coming home in two years. So by the time Trav even rekindled that flames, he gonna have to deal with him. Yeah. I, I just don't I don't see no lane for him no more. That whole thing that he was trying to push new New York, young gangster, whatever it may be, like it's gone. I was wrapped. And I and I and to to piggyback off of that, before young MA was ooh ooing out here, Trav was definitely the leader of that new New York school. Mm-hmm. Like he was coming up, that New York City album was fire. Nigga was like, damn, this remind me of 50. He had the, like, the little sing-songy flow. T.I. was trying to sign him. Like, he was hot. He on Breakfast Club two and three times. Yeah. Bricks in his backpack, allegedly. Um, but <laughs> The beef with Tex. <laughs> he slick got into it with some old Like, he got into Charlemagne and him and Charlemagne. No, nah, they ain't get Not him and uh, Combat. Yeah, him and Combat was beef. <laughs> yeah, see, that's what I'm saying. You can't beef with the media, dog. Exactly. You're going to lose. That's like beefing with DJ. That's like being a rapper and beefing with DJs. Because he drying up. Guess what they're going to do? They're going to not play your shit, or they're not going to support you. And, and then, like, you done, you burnt all your bridges, and now you're standing here talking about you ain't got no money. Yep. And even at this point right now, like, you can't. Well, well Combat would do it for good content, but, like, those people really ain't apt to talk to you. They don't have to, bro. You know they don't see, need like, you. If I'm Rap Radar, if I'm anybody, I ain't got to sit down champs. and talk to you, dog. I really don't need your side of the story because I got the video. You True. know what I'm saying? True. But that's what that's going to be the obstacle for his management team to be like, yeah. He, he, we, he really got something to say that's not that's not what you've seen. Though. You know what I'm saying? It's not true. the normal Troy Ave. Because if he do get, if he does do what I said and get on those interviews like we suggested, right, and he that same old trying to be standoffish and that arrogant ass yeah. New York ass attitude, then it's over. Like you might well go home, bro. Pack your shit up, go back to the bricks in the backpack, go back to the trap, bro. It's <laughs> over. He need to he need to rebrand himself. Got to clean that shit up, man. That's a fact. Like come back like dumb, humble. Like you know what I'm saying, yeah, not like even just on no fake shit or nah. nothing, but just like be a realer nigga. Uh, true, you know what I'm saying. I agree. The slowest part of his whole situation is he has an 11 o'clock curfew. Yeah, he can't go yeah. to any nightclubs or concert halls. Uh. And they like, damn man, that's how a nigga make money. I can't put out new music because there's no point in putting out new music if I, I can't, can't tour it. and promote it. Right. It's pointless. So I I, I feel bad because he in a fucked up situation like that. But then again, you could turn around and look at some of his interviews and be like, nigga, he asked for that shit. Like, yeah, that, you seen that karma coming. Around the corner, like this ain't no surprise, dude. Because he was cocky as fuck. 
That's a fact. You can't. You couldn't tell him he wasn't a shit. Get the double XL shoot. <laughs> you gonna talk to niggas? You know what I'm saying? Ain't called like, Kendrick a weirdo. Yeah, like this nigga the biggest weirdo rapper. rappers. <laughs> like I ain't trying to talk to niggas because y'all weirdos. Like, bro, I get it. I promise I get right. it. But as a rapper, BFFs with yeah, niggas. as a rapper, that's your job though. That's part of your job. Like it ain't just rapping. Networking is part of your job, Thanks. dude. Having motherfuckers like you and want to be accessible, like you being accessible to people, that's part of your job. Because that Kendrick feature will be so clutch for oh you right God. now. God. Any feature right now. Clutch. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I probably, he probably can't get a nigga on the album right now because a nigga look at it like shit. Well, I got the game with Trey. A nigga can't pay me. Right, you know what I'm saying? That the song ain't going to pop because we can't go perform it no well. Like, I ain't, ain't going to do no song with you, nigga. Yeah, that ain't nothing. Uh man, before <laughs> damn Trey, before we mm. get this music break, man, Michelle A's movie, yeah, oh my God, about her time at Death Row, man, came on Lifetime mm. over the weekend against the wishes of Dr. Dre and his lawyers. Uh, if you watched it, then you know why they didn't want that shit to come out. There were several scenes of Dr. Dre abusing the R&B single verbally and physically. Mm. Twitter had a field day mm. and has been going in on Dre and Suge since. What percentage chance does this have of hurting Dr. Dre moving forward? None. <laughs> At all. It done the damage. You're going to take your Twitter thing for two or three days. Man, Dr. Dre is a recluse, man. How often do you even see this nigga, dude? He has been out once this year, and that was at the end of uh, Puff Dandem tour. You know what I'm saying? Like, nigga, like, you don't even see Dre. No. TMZ not going to catch him. No. He ain't nowhere to answer these questions. He's not doing an interview. He's not doing a podcast. He ain't doing nothing. Last time I saw Dre, he was on the Forbes list. You got to answer these questions about this <laughs> R&B. Like, uh, he was on the Forbes list last time I saw him. My bigger question is, how how did Dr. Dre, who did a $3 billion deal, okay, how did you not get this stopped? I'll buy Lifetime before I let them show this movie, dude. <laughs> I swear to God. Like, y'all ain't doing nothing. I, I just cut the check. If I got to go broke. Like, I mean, it really ain't that bad. I'm just stunned. But if right. I was Dre... Like it would have been so hard. It wouldn't have been no y'all hearing about it and we trying to stop it and then they put it out. No, I'm I'm throwing a lot more money towards that just to be petty. Because if he was that petty in the movie, he could, he could, he could yeah, like I'm gonna go on and go hard on you. This not coming out. Not without you having to spend your last dime. <laughs> I swear, to, like I would have made it so hard. I'm putting all the red tape in the world up on that movie, dude. First of all, this this shit came on when we was recharging in the, in the hotel. We was charging back up. And the shit was on. We, I think I missed like the first hour, but what I saw Thank was God. fucking hilarious. Uh, I don't know how accurate the scenes were though, man. Like, let's be like, dude, she, they had him <laughs> hit her in the stomach in the studio in front of everybody, nigga. She was laughing with Pac. He came over, they shook it on her in front of everybody. Shot out at the crib. <laughs> Like, man, I was like, come the fuck on, cut all the lights off and shit, oh, Bruh, I, it's it was super exaggerated, and it seemed a lot. It seemed dramatized, but I do. I, I, don't, I think he did probably beat up though. Just That's be honest. Fact. Though. Yeah, I think he it did. Was do the nineties, it niggas was beating bitches. Asses, <laughs> it was gangster rap. Like, you like Dr. Dre had a Lambo in ninety like four, dude. Like yeah, he was shaking. Yeah, he was beating bitches asses though. But I ain't saying it is right. <laughs> With that being said, uh, I just I don't know. I think it's too exaggerated. Like it's almost like they making a mockery of it. That shit was hilarious. Bro. That's what I'm saying. It wasn't a comedy though. God, it was funny. That's what I. It was not a comedy. So if you Michelle Lay, like you that thirsty though. No, you gotta no, get your story do out that. there like that. Hold though. on, hold on. Just like the TLC thing, like I ain't gotta get my story out there for a lifetime to do it. Nah, dude. to be fair, TLC was on uh, VH1. To be, be worse. F- to be fair though, looking straight out of Compton, look how that made Dre look. Made the nigga look like a superhero, dude. He's standing up to sug <laughs> for a stop, bro. This nigga was a saint and fucking a savage in Straight Outta Compton. So if you look at that, let's say you knew him personally. Right. He was like, man, this nigga fuck nigga. Like, ain't a rape Dre didn't write money. the movie, though, dude. That's what I'm saying. What I'm Dre saying. didn't do that. But if a company come to you and you miss LA and you need this little check right here, mm. nigga, ain't wasn't last time she had a song. Like, dude, so did, you did have the, to take that. And he company, your ass and you wanted to move. Did the company come to her to Michelle LA, like, create this? That's what I'm saying. I, sh- Dre should have had them in the movie just for a little bit. No. Just just so to, to throw watch this shit. Dude. Where does Michelle A play into the doc? Like, no. Not sure. she, yeah, okay. No. It is a straight up. It is the NWA. Right. Like, movie. you ain't in my. Like, what? 
Yeah, that's true. It'd be best to have like a little scene laying there, like next to the alarm clock or something. Dude. <laughs> the wake up call. Because people got to realize this wasn't that wasn't the Dr. Dre movie. Like exactly. nothing personal was shown in their lives except so that's, easy getting AIDS, which affected the group. So right, and and that's what I'm saying. Like somebody with Michelle Lay, like. What are you expecting from a straight out of Compton movie? It's not a Dr. Dre documentary. So I, right. I, I'm not going to go in. Like, they didn't show nothing about his personal life, really. No, they didn't. Nobody's personal yeah, life. Yeah, that's bro. all I got. Why would she Honestly. have been in there? Like, I just don't get the whole backlash and the, the, the rebuttal being this. Like, I, this is some slaw. It's a check, man. We all know. I'm mad at Lifetime for this. Nah, she was funny. I needed that laugh. It wasn't a comedy. That man. and the Saved by the Bell movie were funny as fuck. That's what fuck. I'm saying. Those, neither were comedies. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Neither uh, of those were comedies. Oh, uh, shit. All right, man. A quick music break. Uh, Joe Budden, mm. fan of the show. I don't believe you got a Joe Budden song. Joe Budden got a new album dropping Friday. That's impossible. So he released a new song. I thought Joe Budden stopped making music. Nah, I thought he stopped touring. Why you make... Uh, okay. I don't know. I was... Who knows? Shout out Joe, man. Yeah, shout out Joe, man. He fuck with the show. We fuck with him. Tough. So let's listen to this song, man. It's called I Gotta Ask off his new joint coming out Friday. Check it out. Standing in the sight for rocking. The driving some of the hottest cars New Jersey's ever seen. The dropping some of the dopest mixtapes that you ever heard. And it's all courtesy of weed, a couple perks and lean. Baby, I wish you niggas that would owe me some bread to come and drop it up. I wish you start tonguing a girl, but she won't pop it up. Wish I knew you wasn't with the shits, ho, what you hopping for? But pussy's thrown your way every nanosecond, it's not an option, y'all. Normally a sponge, but it's some shit I just cannot absorb. Why y'all are dressed like Metro Boomin'? I wish you would knock it up. Wish the best of C didn't mean who was more popular. But I just booked my next nine months, ready to lock in more. Money is a lot to grab Before we get to it, it's a question that I gotta ask Where's all my niggas with the rubber grips? And if you with me, mama, rubbing your tips I hear they thinking about speaking my name Bet if they could, I'm taking bets Money on my hood, money on me, I'm good Money on the wood, money on wishing that money would That's him against the wildlife And I got money on the woods, baby Two bitches, three's company, how I half with her this Hennessy don't do the trick, then watch the Jack Tripper. I'm trying to buy a compound, I need the pad bigger. That's seven bedrooms, eight and a half baths, I figure. Bad strippers and fraudulent hourglass figures. Got a bartender thinking she'll get a gas slipper. You see a line of bottles coming, guess who ordering them? I'm pointing at one, they all coming in. Pick any rapper in the world, my crew is slaughtering them. Put vegetables in your house, nobody walking again. What time to get off? I'm showing up. Nine and one here, 45 and another round of cold to the 10. I mean, the money is still out the grass. Before we get to it, it's a question that I gotta ask. Where are my niggas with the rubber grips? And if you're with me, mama, rubbing your tits. And what not? How many MCs must get dissed in the great words of Buckshot? My answer's why the fuck not? Come to bars, I'm the same nigga that love the club hot. Don't be the guy to get your entire team in a rough spot. To the OG Thero niggas, hugging the block. Way down to the crooked businessmen that's fudging them dots. The early teens in the hood, out there fucking with cops. Know they fuck with us back now, especially if you black now. It's Joe. Jump off Joe with I Gotta Ask. We just gonna steal Jay Z whole of flow, style, of sound, and everything, and try to come out with a tenth album, Joey. Yeah, he but he don't sound motivated to me. He paying homage. He don't sound motivated. That ain't homage. That's lazy. <laughs> what you think it sound like? Laziness, just like he said about Drake. That song is lazy. What a hook at? Yeah, I just feel like Joe Joe Budden's way better than that. Yeah, he was ripping it though. Don't do that. But We're not gonna do that. The song lazy though. Like, what is that hook? What, what no, the fuck no hook. is that? What's so, that little sample? No, that sample was the sample was hard. I don't like that. Ain't Joe Buttons though. That's, That's hard. What I'm knock saying. Life Two is what that was. That's not Joe Buttons either. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like Joe Buttons is like it's hoodie season. I don't want that flowery shit. It Joe Buttons like doesn't spring. make hoodie music. Yes, he do. That's what mood music is. No. Mood music ain't for October through February. No, it's for niggas in the house who are sad. In October fucking. through February, nobody sits in the house in the summer, in the spring, dude. Nigga, 
Okay, October through February is when Joey's supposed to flourish, and I'm mad at him for this. He making these springy, summery, like uppity type. Like, no, come on, man. We'll see what that album sound like, man. It come I need out another. Friday. I need another single. Yeah, was that a single? <laughs> what that was? That was just a another song. Another one. Um. So yeah, we're back. Um. Two albums came out, like we mentioned, Game 1992, and Gucci, Maine, Woptober. Uh, we're gonna break down a couple of things on each album. First, th- which one are we taking first, man? We're gonna go game or we're gonna go Gucci? I think game. I'm well, excuse me. I think Gucci's will be quicker. <laughs> That's a fact. <laughs> I think it'll be a little quicker to talk about. Then we get more into that game. There's a lot more points to get into on that. True. With that being said, the Woptober. First of all, happy 1017 day to everybody out there. Absolutely. Yes. Let's do it. Uh, shout out to 1017 Briscoe. If you don't know what that means, look it up. Uh, but Gucci Man, 1017, he came out with Woptober. This is, you know. Uh, his what, 100th this album? Is, yeah, yeah it's probably. But this is his, this is what Gucci do. I was talking about Joe Buttons or whatnot. 1017 is Gucci Day. So he dropped the Woptober a little early. Yeah. Um, did you have any expectations? Did I have any expectations? No. None because, whatsoever. No, nah, I mean, he just came out yeah. with the other album when he got out of jail. Everybody looking. And yeah, and, and. I'm going to elaborate more on this point after I let you speak to it. But, like, I mean, my expectations were low for this because this is what Gucci do. Like, if you miss this one, another one would have came out two months from now. It was another one two months before. Right. You know what I'm saying? And if that's what his fans like, I'm cool with it. I just ain't getting down with every one of them. That's why I didn't have any expectations for it. My expectations were as high as a snail's ass. Um, I pretty much figured <laughs> that this was going to be some slaw. Everybody looking was borderline slow had a couple of bangers on it uh this is what gucci main does i've said this 1000 times on the show if he gives me an album a greatest hits album with 15 songs it will be fire but you can miss me with the every two week projects i bro i don't want to hear it my expectations were dumb low for this with that being said my first impressions were this shit actually ain't that bad no, it's not. Not gonna lie, it's actually pretty solid. Like solid little beats, better bars. It didn't seem as rushed as everybody looking. You coming around though? You 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 slowly turning into a Gucci man fan. What do you like? His gal or something? That you I Snapchat? am not. He you is slowly funny. turning into a Gucci man. Fan. He's funny on Snapchat. I like new Gucci. Gucci clone is hard. I fuck with him. The Gucci clone. That, yeah. would, that would be the name of my next album. <laughs> Gucci clone. I fu- I'm fucking with new Gucci uh, more than I am the previous one, but this one didn't sound as rushed as everybody looking. So I'll say my first impression was exactly that bad. Well, October bang. Now it's banging. Yeah, it's gonna get you everything that Gucci want. I mean, it's Gucci. It's banging if you're a Gucci fan. Let me no, clarify. No, everything it. just because you're a Gucci fan and but, he puts out something doesn't automatically. Yes, mean it's banging. it does though because no. that's what makes you a Gucci fan. You understand what it is. You can still make a fourteen bad song. songs talking about the same thing that they were talking about the other album, the other year. It's gonna consistently be the same thing, but you like it. You love it. It's Gucci. Like you buying it for Gucci, you ain't really buying it for the content, to be honest. Give me some highlights on the album. Uh, the song with Dolph, and well, excuse me, first Money Machine. That's banging. And uh, I think a highlight of the album is that you're gonna have 14 more songs in about two months. So if you don't like this, you're gonna have a chance to like East Atlanta Santa. That's a highlight of the album as well. Um, also the song with Dolph, like I said, the Dolph Ross, and that was pretty much it for me. That means it's not banging in. Um, I mean, it was normal Gucci. I'm going to say high five, the Money Machine joint where Ross was hard. And I fuck with that right on time. I like that, too. Um, he got some little songs with him. I mean, yeah. Not going to lie. Low lights, because there are low lights on this album. Please believe it. He's still rapping like Gucci, man. Oh, my God. What Sorry. What does that even mean? No, we all know what that shit means. Give me what uh, you want. Songs like Dirty Little Nigga and Icy Little Bitch. Those dirty are Little Nigga right, though. No, bro. Don't do trash. Dirty Little Nigga like Those that. are trash, dog. He told the story of no, to tell, us. He didn't tell a story about nothing. He told the story no. to us about him being a Dirty Little Nigga when we met him down here. No. You don't remember when we met him at Sean King's? Of King, course so I shit? do. He was talking about being a Dirty Little Nigga then. So this resonates. 
That shit is trash. Robbing niggas, not taking baths and shit. That's what he said. And he the hook on the song, the, the song with Dolph Bling Blau. The hook is what is what is Bling Blau blur, blur? What is that? It's vintage Gucci. Man. No man, yes, we're not just gonna pit foot everything it's, into the Gucci I'm category. I'm telling you that if you create your own category and you a, a six god, like he said he is, and you the trap god, you can do that. Like you can create your own categories. He came up with Bling Bling Blau like ah like. Oh, uh, how long ago was that, man? Ten years ago? What are we talking about? When he came out in Trap House, bling, bling, blow. No, when he was doing that large mixtape run, he came out and did that. I'm good. Where does this fit in this catalog? Finally. Oh, my God. I'm not even ranking this. I don't even think it ranks in this catalog, though. <laughs> <laughs> like, Gucci got too many CDs for it to rank. Like, it's, it's is it in nowhere. the top half no. or the bottom half? If, if, let's say if he had 30, is it the top 15? If he 15? had 30, it would be in the, uh, ooh, it's top, in the middle of the road. Or it's in the middle. It would probably be number Thirteen, okay. I say that. Yeah. I can see that. This ain't be- no, no way. Me talking about he ain't got twelve better projects than this. Dude. Nah, he ain't do. <laughs> Get he the got, fuck. Out he got of twelve me. better projects than this. I can't <laughs> name them. Somebody name me twelve better Gucci Man projects than this. They can't. They out there. I promise you. They are. Go to the rap chat on Facebook or Anchor. Let us know if you can name all twelve within the time frame, and let us know if they're twelve better Gucci Man projects than this. I'm not saying that this was bad. It's oh, twelve shit. better. They're not twelve better songs than. Uh, That's not true. The movie's banging. This, like you said, you can't fit this in this catalog, and it doesn't matter because in two weeks we'll have another. One. That's what I'm saying. You're gonna have another season. So it, it doesn't. Like you said, East Atlanta Santa Two. He, he said he's dropping that before the end of the year. That'll be three albums in six months. And that's what Gucci do though. No mixtapes. We we know we can make money off Apple Music now. This is new Gucci. No, Just take them three you're songs. saying it's new Gucci. It's Everybody same is. Gucci, same formula. Everybody wanted to be a clone. Not so. <laughs> this is Mr. Burr. This is Roderick Davis. This nigga is giving it what just how he's been giving it to you. Ain't nothing Switch changed but the Snapchat and the perception. That's all. Only thing changed is Gucci got Snapchat now. No, he's a yes, new person. No, now. he has Snapchat and Gail. <laughs> That's what he got. That's she should tell him to stop putting this shit out. No, dude. she not gonna tell him. Make, well, she make a hump bread too. So this is all you gotta do. He, he needs to record thirty songs, and instead of putting out three ten track albums, take the best twelve <laughs> and make that a fire ass album, and let that ride out for a couple of months. But at see, least. Gucci gonna like all thirty songs though. That's Gucci gonna think all thirty are banging amazing. and just roll them all out to you. Some of these hooks sound like it was literally the first thing that he thought of when he <laughs> heard the beat. That's what Gucci do. Oh, my God. First, like, let's go. Zay, Zay cut the beat on. Shout out to Zaytoven. We saw him Clean. finger licking twice. Yeah. Both days. That's cr- No, wait, no. I not last year. We saw him last year, and yeah, then we saw him again this year. Shout out to Zaytoven. Um, but, yeah, he just – I need more Mike Will on here, too. Even though Zaytoven laced him. And I needed that song with Travis Scott. He got a song with Travis Scott called Last Time that's banging. I'm not, I have no idea why it's not on this album. It's going to be on Travis Scott, no. No, it's not. It's not on there. <laughs> <laughs> You're hot. It's, it's, on no, it's nowhere, and it's fire. I don't know why that's not on here. Don't Travis Scott got a new one coming out, though? It's, it just dropped. Oh, my God. Um, all right. Can we move on to game, please? Yeah. Can we proceed to the proceedings this evening? Let's get to your favorite rapper. Um, game in your top three right now. Game is top three most consistent. And he proved it with what? this album. Consistently retarded? Game dropped the new shit in 1992. We all knew it was coming because the pre-order started when he started to beef with Meek Mill. <laughs> um, I'm going to give you my expectations. My expectations were medium. He's yeah, pretty steady. Medium. You kind of know what you're going to get with a game album. I heard he was going to do the throwback 90s shit, thus the name 1992, but I wasn't sure how it would translate. Like, Fab been doing the throwback shit lately. So it had potential to be hard, but I thought it was going to be about middle of the road. Damn, he did steal this from Fab. Yeah, Fab been on this 90s run Kiss for about two ass. years. Any expectations going in whatsoever? Um, No, my expectations were very low because of the rollout. Uh, I just think that... What he did to prepare for the album just wasn't up to par, and I feel like it got it, it overshadowed what was to come on the album. And had he took a better approach uh, with the A and E, I mean the A and E thing that he had, the documentary or, was tough. Yeah, or even the follow up to the conversation that he and Snoop had with the police uh, right. in California and the cities and whatnot. I feel like all of that was a more proper build up to the album and to the project in which. Resonated this way Like he telling A real deal story Have you heard it Straight through Yeah What are your impressions I like it I like it because On this album He's being 
the the game in which we were introduced to as far as a storytelling artist. He's telling the story. It makes you feel like it's 1992. Uh, the beats, you know I mean, reminiscent of 1992, but they're not too old school. It's still L.A. Like, it just sounds like he. it was well put together. It was very cohesive in the fact that I know I'm calling it 1992. I want to do this to make it sound that way. I want to do this, 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 and this. And he was very particular in how he did it. And I think it came off well. What you think? I agree. First of all, it's my first impression where this shit is fire. Yeah. I listened to it. I saved it for the flight home. You was flight texting home. back on the plane, yeah. I, was, I saved it for the flight home. I was like, man, I'm going to wait till I get on the flight, listen to this. Got these big dog, old throwback beats, Dre. Shout out to everybody that laughed at my beats by Dre's <laughs> on Facebook. These are the OG pros. <laughs> Motherfuckers sound amazing. You got some, you got some satellites. <laughs> you got plates on your ears, don't you? Uh, but no, nah, it sounded. And, and the fact that it was banging the way it is surprised the shit out of me. I'm glad he didn't go the whole album with the remake joints. Because, like, the first two or three, like, colors yeah, and a couple of other ones, it set, it set the, the tone, tone, but they didn't. He didn't do that super heavy. Right. And I'm glad he didn't. He did just enough of that shit. That's um, a fact. Give me a couple of highlights on the on on the, on the uh, album. At intro, Savage Life is amazing. True. Uh, so I, I definitely like that. And, and and going back to what I was saying previously, one of the highlights for me is just how cohesive that the album was. Like I think from start to finish, he was able to properly give you a story, a setting of L.A. You know what I'm saying? Like you really felt like I'm looking through game eyes, and I'm giving you what made me what I am today, even if it is this bipolar, crazy rapper who every now and then who does stuff who nobody knows what you're thinking. Right. You know what I'm saying? He talked about his sister getting uh, molested on yeah. uh He talked about- Colors. Yeah, colors as far as all OJ. of the, that song right there. Uh, with his brothers <clears throat> getting killed. He said he lost 26 homies. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was just different tidbits throughout the album- to really shape him as a person and you're like okay I get some of the stuff that you do now I feel like he was very very articulate in how he relayed that on this particular album I agree man I, several highlights man but just to name a few off the top of beats and bars beats are fire yeah bars on point like dude is rapping his ass off on here he's still name dropping which is amazing that he's able to do that but 15 years in a game this nigga still name dropping but it doesn't he turned that into a pro though that's his I style agree. Now. that's his style i and agree he, it was a knock at first and i think he turned that into a style man it's a it's a there's a spot on this album somewhere in the middle mm-hmm. where like you get that juice that young niggas that soundtrack like in a row like it tough because he had a, a like an interlude with a young dude on there. Like, really, it's the only feature, feature. rapping. Yeah, it wasn't no rap. For, and that's a change for a uh, game. Game, exactly. He used to have somebody every song. Right. Um, but they didn't even put dude's name on it. I was looking for it. He ripped it. They didn't put the. the he was killing it. The little R&B singers that laced the hooks. They didn't yeah, put their name true. on it neither. And they bodied that shit. Need a cover. Oh, what y'all doing, Apple Music? Yeah, y'all bullshit. Game, who doing this? Uh, Any lowlights? Um, the rollout. I'm gonna go back to the rollout, and I think that it being like this is a a, a very good album in games catalog, which I'll elaborate on when we ask that question. For but sure. I do think that the rollout was a low life for me because it took away from what he's doing on this album. This could this is a classic album. And you can go sit down and have conversations with people about what put you in the mindset of this, how you created this, and what it came about. And I think he would have got a lot more traction on it than beefing with Meek Mill, who's irrelevant, dude. Like, Meek Mill, irrelevant. you bringing this nigga to light when your album coming out and he can put Dream Chasers 4. Like, nah, I don't even want you mentioned with me because you put out a mixtape, some slaw shit, and this is a good <laughs> piece of work. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say this with the rollout. Would we have even paid attention to this if it wasn't for the Meek Mill beef? Because the the ooh rem- like he bodied that the pest control was hard. Ooh. He bodied that shit. Meek took another L. It was it was some form of entertainment for a lot of people to watch Meek take another L, dude. Right. We haven't seen a rapper take back to back L's like this in <laughs> forever, dude. Back to back, back, to back. back, pun intended. Right. Um. So I think, man. I wouldn't say it hurt it because I don't think it would be nowhere near as much attention on this if he hadn't have done that. Like, I would have forgot this even was on the way, dude. To be honest, I forgot this shit was coming out until that shit kicked off in the pre-orders. I was like, oh, damn, we do got an album going to come out. 
But I'm talking about, like you just said, yeah, it made you pay attention to it, but I feel like that was the focus of the rollout. Had you refocused and made... I don't know, like start with yeah, throwback like, ninety shit. Yeah, like start doing a throwback. I don't <laughs> Starter know, like, like nigga, do 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 a uh, boys in the hood skits. Recreate that shit on YouTube or something. Just something different. I got you. You know what I'm saying? Like just something to like make it feel like ninety two and motherfucker. Like oh, I get it. I see hard. what you're doing as opposed to. Oh, you beefing with Meek Mill? Yeah. Like, oh, uh, your pre-orders came out the same day. Yeah. Oh, oh, I can pre-order your album too? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, that take away from the artistic side of it. And not to say that a lot of people care about that. I just think it takes away from his overall stature as an artist. Because you need them gimmicks and you need them games, but you're still putting out good shit. Right. And if you stayed away from the gimmicks in the game, people probably would respect him better as an artist. Like, you're still putting him in a, what tier would you consider game? You know what I'm saying? He like it's rough third, without a camp. Third is right. Yeah, it's gonna be rough because he ain't really got no camp. He ain't really got no like Mika no bigger star than him. Yeah, see what I'm saying? And, and that's just because, like you said, the camp yeah, he ain't and things no like that. So he done done reality shows and shit. It's kind of that kind of hurt him. Mm-hmm. I forgot about that with, the, with his gal. Yeah, it's kind of he got a song about that too. And that's just banging too. Tough. That nigga album is banging too. That's great. <laughs> that game banging. That yeah. fucked me up. And with that being said, it shows that he got a lot of. I can't even say potentially forty years old, but he got a lot of depth as an artist. You he got gas saying? left in the tank too. No, he don't. Stop that. What? This is last good album. Stop right there. This, this is it. ill, bro. It took him to beef with Meek Mill to get this even popular and popping. Like he put everything he had in this album. And you can hear it, and it ain't nothing wrong with that. But this <laughs> it, like this it, like Sputter. Nah. I, he out. I can't count him. This out Jordan like that. with the this Jordan with the hand hanging, pushing Byron Russell off, dude. <laughs> That's it. Go on and bow out, dude. Don't come back and play for the Wizards. Don't do any of that. This it. I'm gonna say this is his eighth album. That's all he needs. And where it fits in the catalog, I'm gonna say this is top three. I'm gonna say you got you got to go in, in no order. Documentary uh-huh. one, Jesus Peace, and this. Mm. Like them is three best albums, and you really don't see that too often. What documentary one? Oh five, right? Jesus Peace, 2012, mm-hmm. and then this 2016. That to me, that's a testament of how solid his career has been. He could he can't top the documentary that was five times platinum, but again, you had the machine behind you, and you were standing next to the hottest nigga in the game. So it's been. To be fair, it's been downhill since then, but that's really not to nobody's fault because you started out the gate five times platinum. To me, that's a testament of bipolarism. Possibly. He couldn't focus, ADD. He couldn't focus. Like, like I don't understand the big gaps in the album. That's to you giving him credit for it. I, I don't understand, like, after documentary, how you can't follow that up with another banging album when he had the same resource. Well, but it was like, good. The Doctor's yeah. Advocate was still a good CD. It was okay. But it wasn't like you said the documentary, and it wasn't this, or it wasn't Jesus pieces, True. and he got the potential to do that. Game's been a good rapper. True. I just don't understand why it's so far and, and, and few between. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't need Devil's Advocate. I don't need the Red Album. The Red I don't album need the cool. Blood and Crip Album. That I don't need none of that. All, all those you just named were banging. Yeah, to you because you're a game fan. He makes good music. He's got a nice catalog, yeah, dude. Right. I can't flex. Eight albums. He got a nice catalog. Who a big artist? Game or Boosie? Game, mm. he don't sold more records. If we going by that, uh, if you want to, like he got he, it's unfair because he was on a major label standing with G Unit and shit. Dude, it's just like, mm. Dre behind you, like the fuck. That was fifteen years ago. Are you saying today? <laughs> yeah, they same. They it's same. about the same. Yeah, they same. All right, because Game was supposed to be on Cash Money. I don't know what happened to that shit. Baby, we're gonna pay him. That's what yeah, he knew that shit too. Wayne he told that nigga it. too. <laughs> Wayne was like, bro. He called him like, bro. Bro. Nigga, owe me 50 million. Blah, that's how Wayne talked. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. But look, do us a favor. Go to the rap chat. Let us know what you think about both of these albums. Um, did they live up to your expectations? Are we overstating this game? You just called it a classic. Don't think I didn't hear that. Don't think the people didn't hear that. You got to run that back because I definitely didn't hear that. Fuck. Uh, new music, man. We got uh, we got another unsigned person. Who yeah, is this, man? man. Who we working with, man? Young Rock Dylan. That's my guy, Young Rock Dylan, straight out of M Town, man. Tennessee stand up, showing some home. Well, not hometown love, but same state love. Um, Rock Dylan, man. You forced about this that on go me. All, life. All I'm about weekend. that go life. I'm about that go life. You forced this on me all and it's bang weekend. Y'all check out that Rock Dylan tape. 
Let's check out this go life first to see if people fucking with it. Check it out. Stand up That's y'all new guy I ain't mad at that though He remind me of Project Pat How? Cause he's from Memphis? Tough Alright Nah, nah that mean, song ain't that bad though The song ain't that bad The tape I already got a song called uh, uh, Rolling Stone I wanna say uh, That's okay But I like the tape overall I mean to me I like his flow Got a cooler subject matter It ain't black youngster Right, it's a little bit better than that to me. Yeah, I mean, I just like one of the young cats that I do like. Y'all check out Rock Dylan. Uh, it's called Go Life Reloaded. I ain't mad at that man. I might, even, I might even check it out this week, man. If I don't like this Joe Button shit, you're not. So <laughs> All right, man. You know what time it is, man? Quote of the week time, and we got we got to go back to Lil Wayne because he said some very interesting comments in regards to a lot of things, man. Um, he he was asked about who Donald about Donald Trump. He said, "Who's that?" <laughs> Uh, he was asked about the Carter Five. He said it's done. It's sitting up. It's wrapped up as is. He talked about his upcoming book. Um, he talked about a couple of things, but what we want to chat about is his comments regarding Black Lives Matter. Let me give you the quote that he gave when asked about that. He said, I was on a sports show recently, and I was asked a question like that about Black Lives or whatever. When we got off air, Shannon Sharp said, I really want to commend you for answering like that because you didn't make something up just to make yourself one of us and to make yourself a victim. I'm not into that. And honestly, I don't care. I care what's going on with me and my kids and my world and my mom and who's going to pay this next bill. That's what matters to me. Is he out of line for his Black Lives Matter comments? Uh, Out of line, I, I wouldn't say. I mean, if that's how he feel, I get it. Well, actually, no, I won't say I get it. If he, if that's how he feels, then that's him. Right. But to the whole Sterling Sharp thing and, and trying to relate it as a compliment, it's not. Because what you do every time that you go in the booth is you act like you're one of us. So mm. if you're not, then stop <laughs> getting us in trouble saying you do this and you shoot motherfuckers and you sell this and motherfucking kids Red listen to you. This. Yeah, and they getting their face tatted up and they going blood and right. they sue this because they hear you saying it. But you're not one of us. All you worried about is paying your bills and your mom and your and dad. Cool. And that's cool. Yeah. That's fa- that's perfectly fine. But don't sell bullshit to people, the coach and the kids that look up to you and say, oh, well, I, I don't give a fuck what they think. I don't have anything relevant or pertinent to say about Black Lives Matter because it doesn't affect me. Yeah, it, it, it does affect you. It affects your daughters and your mom and all that people and the shit that you were talking about. Yeah. He said... And the thing is, on the show on Shannon Sharp, yeah, the song, the show with Shannon Sharp, God undisputed, damn, undisputed. undisputed him and Skip. I believe that's when he mentioned that he had never had anything racist happen to him, or he's never experienced it. I believe that's where he said that at. Um, that's idiotic though, because Wayne, yeah, I, I know he's been famous for a long time though, bro. No, no, I ain't even talking about fame, bro. I know Wayne then got looked over. Or or shit it on well not even shit it on but looked over or passed up on on performances at schools or whatever it may be because of his lyrics because of how he looks his appearance and like you said he been famous since he was nine right ain't nobody expecting Wayne to come nowhere and shoot no shit up right so what's the threat true exactly and Wayne and I believe he told this story in his new interview too about the time that he accidentally shot himself 
and the cops came over to his crib. He said the black cops walked right over him and kept him moving and went in all through the crib. He said the only person that stopped was the one white cop picked him up and was like, y'all don't see this kid right here laying on the floor dying? And then took him to the hospital, stayed at the hospital until the doctors came out and said he was straight. So that's his example that he cites in terms of the whole, like, I haven't experienced racism. This happened to me. White people cool. Black people cool. White people fucked up. Black people fucked up. Like, that's how his thing is. And he's going off personal experience. That's it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, because you, you still know what's going on in the world, but apparently not because he doesn't know who these right. niggas are that he copies and they have copied him. So maybe he does. What does he do? Well, he's trying to act like, well, before you get to that, I know okay. what you're going to say, but I think he's trying to act like, and you're trying to seclude yourself as to, I, I'm I'm oblivious to everything that's going on. I'm this real big entity and Lil Wayne, and all I can concern myself with is Lil Wayne. Right. You know what I'm saying? Not, not even family. Like, even, I, I think even beyond the family thing, what he's saying is, like, if it don't got nothing to do with me. Then I don't like know. He pro- yeah, I probably got family that, that, that's trying to reach out to him and fuck with him, but he's looking at it like, it ain't my daughter, it ain't my mom. What right. the fuck I'm fucking with them for? Yeah, you was family, but you want the cousin that was there for me when I got shot or this or that. You ain't offer me no advice. I don't think that's right. I just don't feel that because you don't get put in a position like that to shut everybody off. Right. That ain't the point. Because those are the people that put you in the position. Exactly. Or even if them ain't the people that put you in a position, you can't act like that and continue a trend in which you feel like motherfuckers shit it on me, so I'm going to shit on them. You're going to be just like we was talking about with Troy L. Yeah. Like, you got to switch it up. Like, you put in a position to change the roads and change, like, how it's supposed to be or how it was for you. You don't get put in that position to continue on and be a stubborn asshole to act oblivious to everything that's going on in the world. That don't help nobody. And then, and then if you listen to Cortez's interview, he mentioned multiple times how invested Wayne is in his fans, and he cares about oh, yeah. the fans, mm-hmm. and he puts the music out. He, he's, he's always concerned, man. The music ain't out. I don't really care about the check. I want my fans to... Cortez even went and said that he was going to do the quarter five without the upfront payment that we were talking about. He said, I'll do it. Fuck the money. Let's just do it. I'll put the label on my back. So how do we go from that to, I don't know. I I don't like, come on, bro. Yeah. Like like if I'm little Wayne Mm -hmm. and I wake up tomorrow, whatever, whatever day you're listening to this, if it's Wednesday, when we drop tomorrow's Thursday, what mm-hmm. the fuck is Lil Wayne doing tomorrow? Like, what is he doing? Where is he at? But I, like, what? How do you not know what's going on, dude? Your TV got one channel, Sports <laughs> Center. How? I don't understand, dude. But and I think what you just said. What do you do all day? What is he doing? That's a reflection of the answers and the attitude in the interview. Like, he don't got nothing to do. I don't understand what the <laughs> focus is. Like, because, like he said, Carter 5 is done. It's wrapped up, sealed up. We're not touching that. So, right. I'm not rapping. Right. I don't care about social activities and shit like that. I ain't doing that. So Who is Donald Trump? Yeah, like, I guess I'm, like you said, taking my little girl to school. Or is that what he doing? Playing with my little babies that I may have or Atlanta with another chick. Man, like, I, all of the stuff that he probably doing really don't concern much thought. So that's why he ain't giving us much thought. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's what it seemed like. Like, even in the music. Like, it seemed like you he just tell. stopped doing stuff that that, con- that that contains any thought. Right. So you like, fuck it. I'm just going to do this because I'm Lil Wayne, and that shit don't work. That shit over with. <laughs> <laughs> that shit just because I'm Lil Wayne, like, nah, dog, it don't work, bro. That's cool. That's all them days, OV. Yeah. Um, all right, man, look. New music coming out this weekend. We spoke on it before. Joe Budden, Rage and the Machine. Drops Friday. Just feel like it was forced. Um, Have you yes, been talking sir. about it on the podcast or something? Like, where I don't listen from? to the podcast. Don't nobody listen to the podcast. Nobody <laughs> listens to the Joe nobody Button listen, podcast. Nobody listens to the podcast. <laughs> Let's be honest. Oh, man. Um, MMG just dropped a collaborative mixtape. What? Priorities 5. When I tell you, nobody's <laughs> checking for that. <laughs> oh, my God. Who on the Stally? <laughs> All of them Rocky Fresh They this leading is, it This is Priorities 5 So oh What were the first Four priorities at though I don't know They need to make A priority, priority. <laughs> A nigga Signing a nigga to A new nigga yeah, Priority should have been Getting a label right Yeah uh, Cassidy has a new mixtape It's called The Barbarian It's impossible It's got 37 songs Oh my god Shout out Philly What Cassidy doing On 37 songs though 
He just these have probably been thirty seven songs he's done over like the last probably about four why or five he put years. This out, dude. Like I don't understand. And he though. like just why not put it out, get the streaming money, man, or whatever. Oh, what streaming <laughs> money, dude? Why did this gonna stream by his crew? He gonna stream this shit, dude. Get them little four five cent. <laughs> uh, Jeezy Trap Where Die Three is on the way. It's around Ooh. the corner. It's the twenty eighth. Man, ain't gonna. So not this weekend, but next weekend, and that's your man. Yeah, if we lucky. Now, you, know, you know how Jeezy do with the release dates, though. Really? Jeezy bad, just like Ross with the release Selling dates. Selling wolf tickets? Them the worst two niggas in the world with release dates, Jeezy and Ross. You could say Wayne, too, though. I mean, we ain't. He out of touch, though, like we just yeah, said. He don't, know, he don't know what the release date he, is. Yeah, he tell you and think, oh, I thought it came out. He don't know like, what, bro? You didn't know your new album was out? Right. That's what he'll say. <laughs> Why am I doing this? In, oh, shit, it's oh, out. Oh, I got a new album? Oh, it didn't come out? Oh, oh shit. Tez, what's up? Right. Um, what you got on deck for the weekend? Oh man, I'm chilling, man. I gotta, I got, I'm washed, man. I gotta recoup from Miami, dog. That's my Cowboys got to buy this weekend so I can relax. So we good. We gotta call Jason Gary, make sure Romo don't get back on that field. <laughs> man, I'm chilling too, man. I'm gonna catch up on a whole lot of TV. I need people to send me suggestions on new TV. Man, I go under the knife on Wednesday. Got to get this ankle back together. So you can run. Absolutely You're Definitely not hooping out here in these streets Nah, that's how I fucked it up Crossed you up You oh, fell Oh I hit the game winning jumper And landed on my damn ankle fucked up And it's been fucked up ever since And then you woke up I'm finna get it right though Get that sliced open If I die, tell my mama I love her And uh so What you watching? I did it for her <laughs> What you watching on TV? Man? Get the people some suggestions What you watching right now I'm already on uh, This Is Us. I'm already on that. I've already finished Luke Cage. I need something new to watch, man. I'm be down for two weeks, so I need some new, some new shit. I'm thinking about starting that Westworld, man. Y'all let me know how that Westworld, Westworld HBO joint? Yeah. Y'all let me know how that is. It look crazy. It oh, does look very sci-fi-ish, and I ain't really into that, but I'm going to check it man, out. Stranger Things was cracked, though. I need some new suggestions, people. Give me something to watch. I'll be reading. I got books on deck, but in oh, between that, I need something oh, to watch. That documentary, 13th, on that Netflix. Pill. Man, do yourself a favor. It's pill. Sit down for them two hours and lock, just lock in. Absolutely. Please. How old do kids need to watch that? How old they need to be? Oh, you, roll, you can roll that out of 10-ish. 10-ish? 10-ish. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm saying like 13, like teenagers. I mean, yeah, I, I just want them to sit down there and watch them. Let me explain it to you. But you're 13 for them to get it. <laughs> yeah. Everybody needs to watch that. Absolutely, man. Hey, as always, I, I, yeah, we should be back next week, man, if I ain't going off these perks. Oh, man. Um, <laughs> Party with me. <laughs> if I ain't going off these perks, man, we'll be back next week. Um, of course, Rap Chat on Facebook, man. We, we creeping up on 600 members. Nice. Please triple salute to that. Shout out to all the well wishes for us in Miami too. Yeah, we, we definitely appreciate, appreciate that. that, man. Y'all growing with us. We definitely gonna bring y'all along the way. Like we said, we on that panel next year. And uh, speaking that into existence. Yep. Please support the real and everything that we do. We are gonna keep providing dope content. Y'all keep providing everything. Y'all do. We appreciate it. Rate, subscribe, like on iTunes. We see those comments. Appreciate that. We see those five stars. Appreciate that. Um, and we out. Good morning. Oh, and in case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night.